Hey, how's it going? Uh, this is uh, James P. White from 95.7 Cruise FM, The Locker Room. Welcome to the Jedi Jimmy Podcast. This is episode number 29 and or series. This is actually episodes 1, 2, and 3. Wow, I love this series. First of all, the uh, creator of this series was actually, his name was Tony Gilroy. He was the guy who actually wrote the screenplay for Rogue One, as well as several episodes of the Bourne movies, except for the one that sucked. Uh, Now, the movie actually starts, uh, or the series actually starts out with the planet that they are on is called Morlana One. It's in the Morlana uh, uh, system. It's uh, part of, not fart, part of the uh, free uh, trade sector. Also, uh, he... Now, Cassian Andor is in, uh, introduced, and he's looking for someone who he says is his sister from Canari. Now, the Empire actually think that he is uh, from somewhere else. They have no idea he's actually for, from Canari. Uh, now... At the very beginning, probably within the first 10 minutes of the movie, he kills two corporate guards who attack him and try and take him for all his money, and he shoots one of the guy in the face. Now, this series is a lot darker than than several other of the uh, Star Wars projects, and it's so so cool so far. So the second planet that they are in is a planet called Ferrix, it's also in the uh, Morlana sector or Morlana system, but it's on the outlying reaches of the system. Now, they, they introduce a new droid. He's actually a member of uh, Cassian's family. Uh, the droid is B2EMO. Now, the, how the government works in this point of the Empire is the government uh, all works under the empire, but each system runs their own governor, a government through their own policing system, as like with governors, uh, senators, all that kind of stuff. Now, at the beginning, like for the first three episodes, you actually see no stormtroopers. So, but each system actually reports to the empire to the director of their area. Now, with the second planet, a planet being the uh, Ferrix, now the Preox of Morlana system, which is the main system that they're in at the beginning, uh, they have their own security team. Now, the chief director, it's very political, so he actually wants to, he finds out about the uh, death of the two uh, security guys and he wants to kind of sweep it under the rug, make, uh, you know, make it look like it was an accident, that something happened because he has to report to the Imperial Regional Command and talk about their uh, crime report. He doesn't want to have to discuss this. Now, under the chief director, now he has a deputy director. His name is Cyril Karn. He doesn't think it's a good idea to uh, 
uh, sweep it under the rug. He wants to find the, the guy who killed him, who is, of course, Cassian. So he disregards the order. Now, we skip uh, back to uh, Ferrix, and there's a, a lady introduced. Her name is Bix. She's really good friends, best friends with uh, Cassian, and but she's uh, partners with Tim. He he work. They work in like a, a salvage uh, sales center. And but she actually is secretly part of the Rebel Alliance. She has access to a communication center to help contact the Alliance to get uh, help or give them information. Now, one thing you learn a lot of in the first episode is Cassian owes basically everybody money. Like, he's one of those guys. Now, uh, one thing that they introduce... Uh, is there's uh, dog-like creatures. They're actually from Karelia. If you don't know Karelia, that's actually where Han Solo is from and where all the uh, Star Destroyers have been made throughout the Empire. Uh, These are Karelian hounds. They're kind of weird, reptile-looking dogs. Now, in the second episode, Bix... uh, does actually notice the uh, deputy uh, director's uh, report. So basically what it is, is it's a notice from the director on the lookout for a man that looks exactly like Cassian from Canary. And so she's trying to hide him. But... uh, one piece of equipment that uh, Cassian is trying to sell to whoever will take it. It's actually Imperial technology. It's called the NS9 Star Path Unit. It's actually a navigation system that can be used in most starships. Now, before he tries to uh, get ready to leave Ferrix, Cassian actually... Uh, hooks his comms up to BT, B2 at EMO. But now at this point, so Bix, his partner, their also boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, sees the notice about Cassian and actually sends the deputy director info on where he is to find Cassian. So he's a total dirtbag. Now, the inspector is actually on his way to Ferrix with a bunch of troopers to catch uh, Cassian. Now, the security group are actually called the Premore Enforcement Division. Now, in this episode, they actually uh, introduce a new character. His name is Luthen Rail. And he is introduced, and he's actually played by Stellan Skarsgård. He actually, in the Thor movies, actually played Dr. Selvig. So he's doing a lot of stuff with Disney right now. Now, Luthen is actually in contact, the contact that's going to help buy 
the NS9 Starpath unit to help Cassian get off the planet. Now, in the third episode, uh, one thing you, that you learn a lot about Ferrix, it's actually a giant salvage planet. So what they do is they drop off a bunch of broken down stuff and people salvage uh, equipment for sale or materials off. Uh, it's basically a giant garbage heap. Now, the type of ship that the, uh, the Primor Enforcement uh, Group actually are flying in are very similar to the dropships uh, used in both the uh, Clone Wars by the Clone Troopers, as well as later on in the Star Wars universe uh, during, uh, I think it's Force Awakens, the Stormtrooper dropships. They're very similar in design. Now, early on in the series, actually Bix, or in this episode, Bix meets up with Luthen, and then she introduces him to Andor. They meet in this old factory, and Andor kind of, uh, Cassian actually describes how easy it is to steal from the Empire because... They don't think anyone's, uh, they're so arrogant that they don't think anyone can infiltrate any of their uh, bases or ships or anything. So it's just easy to walk in, walk out. Now, one thing that we learn in this episode is Luthen actually wasn't specifically coming to pick up the part. He was trying to figure out how Cassian was able to steal it as well as he was trying to recruit someone of Cassian's caliber to join the rebellion. Now, Tim, uh, who I already talked about, which is the, which is Bix's boyfriend, um, who told the, uh, the troopers that were coming to get Cassian where Cassian was was ended up being killed by these troopers trying to pr uh, protect Bix. Now, the people in this uh, village, uh, as soon as they see the troopers, they do a really cool way of notifying the entire village of trouble. So they basically take hammers or metal, whatever, and clank on anything metal to basically alert everybody and it's done in a chain. So as people hear it, they clank more and it just goes down the chain. Now, in preparing for their escape, first they rig a speeder as a diversion to get the troops away, but they escape on an actual speeder bike. Now, the speeder bike has actually been used throughout the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, it's been used in the Clone Wars by troopers on a number of different planets. It's the exact same type of speeder bike that uh, Luke and Leia used on Endor, as well as uh, Boba Fett used in the Boba Fett series on Tatooine. So it's a, a really cool piece of equipment. So Andor escaped Ferrix with Luthen and 
basically leaving everyone he knows. His mother, his friends, everybody. Now, throughout the three episodes of this series, I wanted to group all this stuff together. They do flashbacks to when he was a kid on Canary. Now, in the flashbacks, they see that on Canary, which was a mining planet, so you see these really huge, you know, strip mines. But the the majority of the people that they show that were living on the planet were actually children. The reason why all you see is kids during this time is the adults were actually turned into slaves in the mines. Now, later on, uh, like after Andor leaves the planet, actually the planet does, after a huge mining accident, the whole planet basically is destroyed and is inhabitable, basically kills everybody that's on the planet. Now, in another flashback, they actually show uh, the children of Canari. They what they were doing is anything that crashed there, they were salvagers as well. So they went to this crashed ship and there were some kind like there were people on it that were shooting at these kids. But why this is significant is this introduced a new type of weapon. It's a, a manual weapon. It's called a canary bloat, a dart gun. It is probably a, a it's basically like a huge pipe with decorations on it for them to shoot these darts that were about a foot long. And so they took out this trooper with the uh, the gun, this blow dart gun. Now also, in this flashback, we find out how Cassian actually met the woman who he calls mother. Her name is Marva. She was a salvager as well that landed on the planet to get what she could from the ship. And she helped Cassian escape. Now, the end of the, the episode showed um, Luthen and Cassian fleeing Ferex uh, going in space. So... My prediction is they're actually going to the uh, Rebel Alliance where they're going to meet Bon Mothma, who is actually a, a member of the Rebel Alliance. She used to be a senator and she defected because the emperor is a jerk. Now, this is breaking news. I just found this out yesterday is that Disney has announced that season two of Andor may not be released till 2024. I hope that's crap because I really want to see 2024. I really want to see season two. Now, in closing, I need to thank you so much for joining me in the this episode of my podcast. Next Thursday, I will be di- discussing episode four And I need to do a huge uh, thank you to all my sponsors. First of all, I need to thank uh, the Dean Blondell Network on DeanBlondell.com, as well as my buddy Army Chris for Fire at Will Productions, uh, who has helped me uh, with this podcast, and this is his great setup. I look forward to seeing you next week. May the force be with you, always.